Hi, this is Jamie Crawford, Worldwide Evangelist with Breakthrough Ministries, pastor of Epicenter Church in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. If I was to entitle this message, I would entitle it, You're Coming Through. Mm. You're coming through. You are, come on, tell your neighbor, you are coming through. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody just shouted out, you're coming through. Uh, See, somebody today, you just said that by faith. Hallelujah, because you would tell me today, if you only knew what I'm going through. God knows exactly what you're going through. He knows exactly what your family's going through. He knows what exactly what's going on around you right now. And he gave me this message to give to somebody today. You're coming through. Not just you, but everybody that is encamped around you. They're coming through with you. Hallelujah. They're going to come through with you. (laughs) To God be the glory. I believe that God is about to pull somebody through a situation today. Today is your day for your breakthrough. And you're coming through. It might be some small things or it might be some great big things. God says, get ready. He is setting the level for you today. To pull you through the situation that you have been going through. God just wants somebody to know today. You're coming through. You're coming through. Let me just say it this way. I'm going through. But I'm coming out. I'm going through it. But I'm coming out of it. Uh, You just need to declare this by faith over your own life today. I'm coming out of it. I may be coming through it. I may be in it right now. But the Lord's saying, just because you're in it, doesn't mean you're not going to make it through it. And the Lord's saying, with His help today, you're about to break through. There's a breakthrough of water that's about to break out in your life. Just like He did for David. God's about to do it for you. There was a breakthrough anointing that came upon David. And that same anointing that came upon him is about to come upon somebody else in situation today. And God is about to turn it around. Hallelujah. I'm going, to, I'm going through. But I'm coming out. Come on, we need to declare that. We need to declare it over our family. We need to declare it over our situation. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. I'm going to come out. I'm going to do it. I'm going to make it. It don't matter. Whatever's holding you back. You know, I always look at things that hold you back. Hmm. Kind of like those... Uh, uh, Isaac, he, 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 he does a lot of archery. But the only way he can shoot that arrow is got to pull something back. He's got to pull that string back. He's got to have the strength to be able to pull the string back. And so many times we, get, we are like that bow. 
We're getting pulled back and we're wondering why are we coming backwards? Why are we going backwards? Why, are we, why does it seem like I take one step forward and two steps back? Have you ever felt that way? Where it seems like one thing after another begins to happen. See, me and Iris and Josh didn't think we were going to make it here today. Iris get, get, is getting ready. Me and Josh are already in the car, all loaded up, ready to go. And Iris went to hit the garage door. And it didn't do nothing. I'm like, what is going on? What is going I'm thinking, how are we going to make it? Josh, we're going to have to just take your truck today. You would have heard us coming. <laughs> Hallelujah. He got... He... But we had a setback this morning. And you could just... You can so many times look at the setbacks in our life and wonder, God, why are we having these setbacks? But God just wants somebody to know that your setback in your life is just a setup for your comeback. Hallelujah. We've kind of figured out what happened to our garage door. One of our springs on our garage door broke in the middle of the night. And, And with that being broken... That garage door took all that me and Josh had in us to get it up. Come on, are you with me today? Because when you got a broken spring in your life, it's hard to get back up. When you have something broken in your life, it's hard to fix that problem. You got to turn it over to the specialist, you got to turn it over to the master. Because what I found out in the past that I don't want to mess with those springs. Because I don't know nothing about them. I know just enough to get myself hurt. And I don't need that. But you know what? I called the specialist. Somebody today, you're going through a situation. You're going through a setback. And and the Lord just told me to tell somebody today, you need to call on the Master. You need to call on the Master of all healings. Everywhere Jesus went, everybody received their miracle. He raised the dead. He opened the blinded eyes. He opened the deaf ears. Those that were lame, that couldn't even speak, they spoke again. Why? Because He entered in. Somebody today, you need to allow the Holy Spirit, you need to allow Jesus to come to your situation. And when you allow Jesus, the Master of all things, The master that everybody in this world will have to bow their knees to the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the fixer of all. Come on, he's the Jesus is the fixer of all. And see, I had to call the master. I had to call somebody that knew what they were talking about. And and it just so happened I got the same garage door guy that I've had in the past. And he said, oh, your other spring broke. I knew it was going to happen. It is just a matter of time. See, it's just a matter of time when things begin to break in our life. And, And when we get pulled back far enough, we always look at it as a setback. I mean, we could have looked at that today to Bryson as a setback. But I just seen it as God was getting ready to launch me for a word for this church. And it would take this church to the next level. And God wants somebody to know, I'm going through it, but I'm coming out of it. 
And, and when you pull something back far enough, there's a reason for it. Because when Isaac, he has that bow and he pulls it all the way back, there's a reason for it. Because he's about to launch something. So I come by to tell somebody today, you may feel like you've been pulled back. But the Lord wants you to know He's about to send forth a launch in your life. He's about to launch you forward today. The arrow, you're the arrow and He's about to launch you forward in the name of Jesus. There's a spiritual breakthrough that is about to happen in your life. And it feels like you're being pulled and pulled and pulled. And God says, get ready. Get ready. He's got the finger on the trigger. Don't you have a little trigger I'm not, I, I shoot crossbow. I don't shoot the uh, compound bow. But he does. But there's a little trigger that he has to pull to launch it. And the Lord's saying today, he is aiming you in the right direction. Ooh, and he's about to pull the trigger on you today. And you're, the, the promise that he has given you is about to be launched out of you. And you're about to launch like an arrow. God says, get ready. This is your time and this is your season. I, I, I don't know who I'm speaking to today, but I feel like I'm speaking to Epicenter Church today. Epicenter Church is about to get launched. We're the center point above an earthquake. Something big is about to come out of this land. We're not here by accident, but by divine appointment. You are coming through. You're coming through. If you have your Bibles, turn over to Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter number 3 and verse number 19. Habakkuk chapter number 3 and verse number 19. We're going to see where this is going to take us today. Then we're going to see where this is going to launch us today. Amen? Hallelujah. Verse number 19, the Bible says, The Lord God is my strength. Whoa. Whoa, I'm just going to stop there just for a moment. The Lord God is your strength. See, in your weakness, God wants you to know He is strong. He's your strength. The, the Bible says in Nehemiah 8.10, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Lord wants somebody to know, the Lord God is my strength, and He will make my feet like hinds feet. Mm. And He will make me walk upon mine high places. To the chief singer of my stringed instruments. The Lord wants somebody to know today, no matter what you're facing, He's going to make your feet like hinds feet. Come on. If you, you want to know what a hind's feet is, it's like those uh, big horned sheep. That they can climb those mountains. They can go to the peak of the mountain. It don't matter how, the rockier it is, the better it is for them. Because they have feet like hinds feet. It enables them to climb to higher places than other people can ever reach. It allows them to go to the difficult places. It allows them to flee from their enemy. Come on, that's what hinds feet will do for us. It'll allow us to go to the next level where the, the other predators cannot get a hold of us. Hey, you know, that's what we need in our life is some hinds feet anointing. 
Hallelujah. Where we go to the higher level in God. And when we go to the higher level, the enemy can't touch us. How many are ready just to, just to get the enemy under your feet? <laughs> Get the enemy under your feet. And today, uh, the, the Lord's saying, He is your strength. He's going to help you. He's going to give you hind feet. He's going to give you hind feet so that you can go to the higher level. You can go to the higher level that the enemy will not be able to reach you. Hallelujah. Because their feet ain't like hind feet. They're going to slip and they're going to fall. Most of them are going to slip and fall to their death. But when you have hind speed, you can go to the higher level. You can reach the mountaintops. You can reach the strength. And that's what the Lord's saying today. Can I tell someone this morning that I know what you've been through? I know what you have had some ups and you've had some downs. Problems after problems. Has anybody ever had a problem? You might have had a problem coming to this church today like we did. <laughs> but can I tell you to believe that God can change your pain into praise. God's about to change somebody's pain into praise. Where you're not focused on what's going on around you. But you get your focus on the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. God can change your burdens into blessings. You can shout the victory I've been going through, but I am coming out today. The Lord's speaking this word today that you're about to come out of your situation. Hallelujah. There's a breakthrough anointing that is about to take you to the next level. Mm. I know that life has a way of changing its course. I know that life brings about some unpredictable, random uh, things in our life that changes. But can anybody shout this morning that you're coming out of this? Come on, can somebody this morning make a shout that you're about to come out of the situation that you're in right now. The dilemma or the setback. See, when we begin to shout, things begin to happen. See, when Joshua went around Jericho, there was a big shout that happened. And when that shout happened, something happened in the spiritual realm. A miracle began to happen. The walls begin to fall down. See, that when we get our shout back, when we get our praise back, see, the enemy wants to try to do everything to kill, steal, and destroy us. But the Lord's saying today, I want to give you your shout back. I want to give you your, your, your shouting anointing back where you can see the walls fall down in your life. Hallelujah. Just like Joshua. He told everybody, get ready. They all got together in unity and they began to shout. On the seventh time around Jericho, they say, get ready, get ready. Uh, can I tell Epicenter Church today? Can I tell this family today? Get ready, get ready, get ready. Get ready, get ready, get ready. Because the walls are about to fall down in this place today. The walls of, uh, of division. See, the, the world has their eyes on the church right now. 
They're waiting for the church to fall. But the church has got a, got a story for them. We're about to break out in a revival that's going to draw them by the Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit gets a hold of them, and they're coming in with desperation saying, I need my family healed. I need my body healed. Guess what's going to happen? The Spirit of the Lord is going to come upon them. Just like He's coming upon you today. The Spirit of God is about to pour out in their life like never before. And revival is about to hit this land. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. We experienced revival last week. Come on. We, we, we felt that experience last week. I don't know if you did, but I did. Oh, when I grabbed a hold of old Terry and hugged on him. Something happened on the inside of me and on the inside of him. And there was a shaking going on. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. There's a shaking that's going on in this nation. There's a shaking that's going on in Oklahoma City. Hallelujah. And it, man is not going to be able to stop it. They're going to try everything in its power. To God be the glory. Because when the church begins to shout and get their shout back, things in the Spirit will begin to happen and barriers will be destroyed. Things are already happening, church. There's a shaking that's already going on. There's revival that's already breaking out. Hallelujah. That's what I like about this invite card. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but when Alicia designed this invite card... It looks like ripples that are going out. And there's ripples of the Holy Ghost every time we come together in unity that begin to ripple out of this place. Hallelujah. I can't imagine what the tsunami is going to be like when it hits California from here. When it hits New York from here. That Statue of Liberty better hold on. Because whenever God ha begins to release His power, and that tsunami begins to hit this whole nation from this church right here. Hallelujah. It's happening, church. There's a breakout that's happening. There's a breakout anointing that is happening in this place. To God be the glory. We just need to get our shout back. Hallelujah. We need to get our shout back. I know you not, might not think that you, you may be thinking, well, I'm too old for this. No, you're not. I, I, I know you're thinking you are in the fourth quarter and you can't make it another step. But by the help of the Almighty, can I tell somebody today, you're about to come out of it and you're about to win the game because when it comes down to the fourth quarter, that's when you dig in. That's when you dig, that's when the coach comes along and says, you better get ready because this is what we played, prayed for. This is what we planned for this fourth quarter. Yeah, we might be down, but we're about to go up. Come on, we're about to go up. We're about to pass the other team. We're about to pass the other team. I'm telling this church today, get ready. You may feel like you're in the fourth quarter and you feel like you're defeated, but guess what? There's a comeback on the way. 
Lazarus, when he was dead, and Mary and Martha said, Jesus, you're late. Jesus said, wait a minute, wait a minute. The game may be over for you, but there's overtime. There's some overtime that's about to come. And then when that overtime hits, that's when we win. Hallelujah. There's an overtime coming to somebody's life today. You may feel like you've done giving in. But the Lord's saying today, it's okay. Because there's overtime. And we're about to flip the coin again. And we're going to determine who's going to get the ball next. And you're about to get the ball. You're about to win the flip. Somebody today, you're about to win the flip today. To God be the glory. You're about to be on top and not the bottom. You're about to go over and never under. You're about to be the head and not the tail. You're about to be the lender and not the borrower. Come on, who am I speaking to today? Something is about to ignite in this place. And the Lord says, we're in overtime. Hallelujah. You know what I like about overtime? Ain't nobody leaves. When overtime hits, that's when everybody tunes in. Come on. (laughs) When overtime hits, that's whenever they begin to knock knock the other teams off the off the uh, air and put on that overtime team because they want to see what's going to happen in the finish. Can I tell somebody today, everybody's going to want to come in and, and see what's about to happen in the finish of the overtime. And when they show up to the finish of the overtime, guess what? They're just going to slip right on in. Come on, your loved one's about to slip right on in. Your loved one's about to give their heart to Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. We are in the last days, and in the last days, God says, I am going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. See, you may be going through it, but you're about to come out of it. Hallelujah. You're about to win the fourth quarter. You're about to win the overtime. Hallelujah. It even gets more intense whenever it goes into double overtime and triple overtime. Come on. It gets more intense. Why? Because they get tired. They get tired. The more the game goes on, the tireder they get. Because they only prepared for that fourth quarter. Christians, we need to rise up and we need to prepare for triple overtime. We need to prepare spiritually for the battle that we're up against because the enemy does not want us to win. He wants to take us down. Hmm. We're going to get our shout back. We're going to get our shout back today. Hallelujah. The Bible says in James chapter number 1 and verse number 12, it says, Blessed is the man that endureth temptation, for when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. All we've got to do is just love God more. Hallelujah. We just, somebody needs to just love God today. You know what happens? I, I used to, uh, this guy used to travel with our ministry, uh, uh, we called him Big Mike. And Big Mike came up to me one day. He big guy. He came up to me. And he put his old arm around. I think he's come here before. And he come around me and he put his arm on me. And he said, Pastor Jamie, I just want you to know something. God is about to slobber all over you. 
He's about to slobber blessings all over you. And, I, and that, that come up in my spirit today because I'm here to tell somebody, to Bryson, God's about to grab you by the shoulder and He's about to slobber all over you today. Isaac, God's about to slobber all over you today. The blessings of God are going to overtake you so much that He's going to slobber all over us today. To God be the glory. He about to slobber on this church. Hallelujah. God is about to. He's about to pour out blessings. Mm. There was some slobbering going on last week in the altars. You know what God was doing? He was slobbering on us. Hallelujah. God wants to slobber on somebody today. He wants you to know that He loves you. I don't know what this means today to who, who this is, or might be somebody on, on Facebook or YouTube or right here in this sanctuary. But the Lord just wants you to know that He wants to forgive you. For whatever you've gone through. And when He forgives you, then He just wants to slobber on you. And just tell you how proud He is of you. In your repentance. Come on, I don't know who this is for today. In your repentance, God wants to bless you. Hallelujah. Are you ready for some points today? Ah. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. You're coming through. Come on, everybody say that. You're coming through. Now say it by yourself. I'm coming through. I'm coming through. Point number one. You're coming through if you can only trust God. You're going to make it through if you will only trust God. You have to trust God in everything that He does. Even in your setbacks, you've got to trust Him. I I just need to tell somebody today, God knows what He's doing. It may not make sense to you right now, but He does know what He's doing. And all He wants us to do is trust Him. He just wants us to put all our faith in Him. Uh, See, so many times we put our... All of us... I know there's a lot of sports guys in here and women... And, yeah, you can't city girl. But so many times we put trust in our team, and our team brings forth disappointment. I don't mean to be stepping on anybody's toes. Sorry, sorry, Big Tex. We lost last week, too, Miss Andrea. But our teams will disappoint us. But Team Jesus never brings any disappointments if we just trust Him. Not in man, not in a team, not in another God, but the God who died for you and who died for me. When we put our trust in Him, if you can only trust Him, He will bring you out. Of what you're going through. 
Hallelujah. So many times we just want to speed right through what we're going through. Have you ever gone through a, a, a bad valley and hit a, hit a chug hole? <laughs> And almost ruin your tires and all of that, you know. Spiritually, you're walking through it and all of a sudden you get a chug hole and it just stops you. It detains you. And you wonder why you get detained. Well, the reason why you got detained is because God wants you to get your focus back on Him. And just to totally trust Him. So today, somebody, you need to totally trust Him. Can somebody trust Him today? Come on. If you can only trust God... He'll bring you through. He'll bring you out in the name of Jesus. Number two, if God can only trust you, number one, if, if you can only trust God, number one, number two, if you can only have faith in God. We just need to have faith in God, knowing God's got it. Come on, God's got this. God's got your situation. Coach, God's got your situation. He's got you. He hadn't left you. He hadn't forsaken you. He's got you. If He did it in the past, He's going to do it in the future. If He did it yesterday, He's going to do it today. <laughs> if He did it ten years ago, He's going to do it today. Come on. If you can only have faith in God. When you have faith in God, and say, God, I'm going to have to have trust. I trust you. I'm going to have faith in you. I believe you. I believe it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. Because I'm having faith in you. The Bible says something about faith in Hebrews chapter number, chapter number 11. It says, and Joshua doesn't have this up there. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. If you can only trust God, if you can only have faith in God. <laughs> Number three, it takes us to our third point. Believe that He can. Come on, believe that He can. See, we have to trust, then we have to walk in faith, then we got to believe He can. You got to believe that God can and God will. <laughs> believe that he can. He's going to do it. He's going to turn it all around. He's going to change your family. He's going to change somebody's finances to the good. Going to get rid of your debt. It's going to be canceled. Hallelujah. And thank you for the agreement there, Miss Andrea. Hallelujah. He's going to do it. Why? Because if he took care of you in the past, he's going to take care of you right now. You're not going to go without. Hallelujah. Not going to go without. If you can only trust Him, and if you can only have faith in God, believe that He can, and number four, have faith that He will. Woo! Have faith that He will. He will. He will bring it to pass. He will bring it to pass. He will show up and show off. Hallelujah. I mean, to see Pastor Dan doing a wedding in the ICU room after three surgeries in one week, he, he, he had the strength to do a wedding. 
Hallelujah. And break all the rules. That's a Williams for you. He broke all the rules. <laughs> broke all the rules right there. <laughs> I can. We're married. <laughs> they, they, I mean, the doctors even broke the rules. Said, it's okay. Bring them all in. I don't know how many they had there that day on Friday. But if God can do that, He can do it for you. <laughs> Hallelujah. I just, I'm just tell, here to testify. God can turn your situation completely around also. <laughs> Have faith that He will. Hallelujah. And not only did he have strength to do that, he had strength to call us and be excited about it. It was so exciting to hear his voice. He sounded like Pastor Dan. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We have to have faith that he will. And number four. I'm just going to rattle them off as the Holy Spirit gave them to me, okay? Hope that he shall. Hope that he shall. Let me just read it to you. If, if you can only trust God. Number two, if you can only have faith in God. Number three, believe that he can. Number four, have faith that he will. And number five, hope that he shall. Because the Bible says, now faith is being sure of what we, what? Hope for. And certain of what we do not see. You may not be able to see the breakthrough right now. But I want you to know this. God can. God can see you coming right out of it. God can see you coming right out of it. God can see you coming out of it and being a champion because of it. Hallelujah. And number six. I got seven points today. Is this too much for you? Hallelujah. Point number six. If you can only trust God, if you can only have faith in God, believe that He can, have faith that He will, hope that He shall. Number six. Wait patiently on the Lord. Whoa. Ow. Mm. I did have to bring that in, huh? If we just look to the Lord, what patiently, wait patiently on the Lord, and then He will bring us through. It's God's timing, not our timing. Mm. I, wish we could, I wish we could get a hold of that. It's God's timing, not our timing. Mm. That's so hard. That's why He's saying, just wait patiently. Wait for me. Wait for me. Habakkuk declared that he would trust the Lord even in the midst of devastation. Even in the midst of the loss of all his crops and livestock, famine and ruin. He said that I will rejoice. That's exactly what Habakkuk said. The prophet had gained his voice. He had found incredible courage and determination by looking to the Lord himself. He said, God, you have given me hind speed. 
Hallelujah. And I'm about to go higher. I'm about to go to the next level. I've come by to tell somebody today, you're about to go higher. You're about to go to the next level. God's ways are higher than our ways. Hallelujah. All you have to do is trust Him and wait patiently. Ouch. Mm. Just wait patiently. He's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going, in his timing, he's going to do it. Come on, church. It's, it's, all these messages are tying together. In his timing, he's going to do it. Why? Because he's anointed you. He's anointed you. He's anointed you for this season of your life. Seasons come and seasons come, go. But the Lord says, I have prepared you for this season. I have prepared Epicenter Church for this season. God says, get ready because there's a growth that is about to come to Epicenter Church. There's a growth that is about to come to you spiritually. He wants you to go to the next dimension in Him. All you have to do is wait for God patiently. And number seven, number seven is going to be the hard one, okay? If you want to see the growth in the church, you got to do number seven. Are you sure you want number seven? (sighs) You thought number six is hard. Number seven's harder. Hmm. You want me to say number six again? Because it'll make it easier whenever you hear number seven. Wait patiently on the Lord. Number, number seven, you must get plugged in. Mm. You must get plugged in. You must get, how, how, do, how do we do that, Pastor? What do we do by the, to do that? We do that by praying more. Come on, I told you this is going to stretch you right here. It was, it was a lot easier to have a little patience. But now I'm asking you to do something. Come on. You want to come out of what you're in right now, you're going to have to do something to get it. You're going to have to do something to get it. I mean, every miracle that Jesus performed, they had to do something to get it. You want a miracle done in your life, and you want to come out of what you're going through you're going to have to do something to get it. You've got to get plugged in to God. Hallelujah. We, the other day when we got our camper, we brought it home. And, and, and the batteries were dead on it. And so my slide outs wouldn't go out on it. But I had to do something for that to happen. I had to plug it in. I had to plug that 220 in. Somebody today, you need to plug in to God. You need to get some 220 inside of you. Because when you get 220 inside of you, everything inside of you is going to operate again. You must get plugged in to God. Hallelujah. You know what that means? That means you need to come to church. You need to pray. You need to read God's Word. You need to fast and pray. Ouch. Come on, you want to get plugged in? You want to see God move? You got to believing and trusting God even more, and He will. I said He will bring you out 
If you get plugged in. Hallelujah. You got to get plugged into ministry. You got to get plugged into prayer. You got to get plugged in. You, if you want to go to the next level, you've got to get plugged into God. Yes. Hallelujah. You got to take it a little bit further than just saying the Lord's Prayer every morning. Come on. Yeah, you, you got to take it to the next level. And say, God, let me be used by you today. You got to get plugged. When you get plugged in, everybody else will get plugged in. Because you know why? They'll see the light on in your house. They'll see the light on in you. They'll see the fire on. When you get plugged in, you know there's somebody at the residence. Hallelujah. You're able to turn the light switches on. You're able to send forth the power throughout the house. And the Lord's saying today, you're about to send forth the power through your house today. Because the moment you get plugged into Him is the moment the light begins to shine out of you. You're to be the light into the highways and the byways. To God be the glory. Somebody today, you're about to come out. Hallelujah. You're about to come through and you're about to come out in the name of Jesus. All we got to do is get plugged in. We got to get plugged in. Two times to go to church when you want to and when you don't. Two times to pray when you want to and when you don't. Two times to read the Bible when you want to and when you don't. Come on. I told you number three is hard. I'll tell you. I'll call you on Monday and see how hard it is. I'll call you on Monday and see how hard it is and see, see how it, number seven's harder than number six. Come on, think about that for a moment. Because when we get plugged in, we want everybody to have what we got. That's right. You know what's going to happen? Your whole, your whole section is going to get filled up, Anita, with your whole family. Come on. Come on, Rick, your whole, your whole, there's going to be rows upon rows of your family. I'm just prophesying this over somebody today. Come on. Your family's coming in. Isaac and Cassie. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. When we get plugged into God, something happens. That's what happened to me when I first got saved. I just wanted to be a witness to everybody. People saw me coming into the Walmart or coming into the supermarket. Man, they went the other way because they knew something different happened to me. And they knew they were getting ready to get whatever I had. <laughs> Hallelujah. Even family members, they were like, oh, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go to the house, you know, because all he's going to do is preach to me. There's times I didn't even say anything. I just sat there. But the light of God... Changes everything. Yes. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. We just got to get plugged in to God. Yes. Would you stand with me today? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I just want to close with this scripture today. Found in Isaiah Chapter number 43 and verse number 1. 
I don't know who this is for today, but I just feel like there's somebody that needs to hear this scripture today. It says, but now, this is what the Lord says. He who created Jacob, he who formed Israel, do not fear. For I have redeemed you, I have summoned you by name, you are mine. When you pass through the waters, come on, who's this for today? When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. When you pass through the rivers, come on, somebody might be in the rivers right now. They will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. And the flames will not set you ablaze. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. I don't know who is in the middle of something big. But God just wants you to know you're about to come through it. You're about to come through it. This is your season and you're about to come through it. Come on. This is your season and you're about to come through it. Come on, are you with me today? This is your season, you're about to come through it. Thanks for listening. We hope you will stay connected by subscribing to our podcast and becoming a partner to our ministry. Go to BreakthroughEvangelism.com for our evangelism ministries and EpicenterChurchOK.com to connect with our church. Be sure to follow us on all our social media platforms. We want you to be blessed.